Marvelous Podcast History. We have covered Iron Man 1, we've covered Iron Man 2, and now, tonight, we're covering Thor! No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, not again. Not again. I don't again. ever want to watch that if I don't have to. Yeah, Thor 1 and 2 are both kind of rough, but... I didn't watch Ragnarok. Tonight, we talk about Iron Man 3. Which was very terribly, but also kind of clearly, the uh, Mandarin, in air quotes... Spoiler alert for a movie that came out 10 years ago, but yeah. I don't, I don't know if I explained it in a previous podcast, but this movie means a great deal to me because this is the first movie that I would have gone and just seen in theaters on a whim. My dad, when I was, I think this would have came out in like, what, 2013? Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Like 2013. So my dad was like, oh, yeah, let's go see a movie. I'm like, okay, cool. And, you know, it was like a big treat for him and I. And then he's like, well, it's Iron Man 3. And I'm thinking, I haven't seen any of the other Marvel (laughs) movies. I'm just like, okay, you know, that sounds good. So we went and saw Iron Man 3. And honestly, I think that, again, it was kind of like my Infinity War experience. It's art. Like, I didn't really have a lot of questions. Like, it was just a good movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's Iron Man. He is... Like, you know, super rich guy. Okay, I get the premise. <laughs> I get this. Yeah, I, I definitely think they had enough detail in the movie that you could just watch it without the others. And you definitely know what's going on, but you're missing out on a lot of stuff that is, like, like every movie that you've watched before you watch the next one in the MCU is like a piece of a puzzle that all goes into stuff in that movie that they're going to talk about. And some of it, like, it'll make sense sense but you won't know why it's part of the movie yeah i think there are a couple things like the ptsd is one of the things and then uh some like backstory with his dad and stuff but other than that it's pretty standalone movie i famously not famously am not the biggest fan of iron man 3 out of the iron man movies but i will say it does have a lot of good elements to it and i think the main thing that i am not a fan of is the main villain is like my main squabble with it personally but it's grace's favorite iron man movie it's Jonah's favorite Iron Man movie. I don't know how it ranks for you. I don't really know either. I I actually think I'd have to watch all three of them within a day or two of each other. I don't think watching one and waiting, you know, a few weeks or a couple months and then watching the next one, it's really hard to compare them. Well, we'll know because we have our rankings for the other two, so depending on what you rank them, you might be surprised and know what order they are by what number you rank it. Yeah, I'll actually try to come up with a number in my head before we actually look at the sheet and uh, see if see if I get to keep that number after I see all my other numbers again. That's fair. Um, So the movie starts out with Iron Man's monologue. Like, he's... Uh, narrating at the beginning of the movie and it's pretty much one of those classic oh how have I gotten myself into this situation you know you know I made some mistakes or whatever and that reminds me of Endgame when Tony Stark is dying in space and he's monologuing into the helmet to send a message to to hopefully send a message to Pepper before he dies or as like a black box situation so that was a parallel that I didn't realize until rewatching Iron Man three. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I I was looking ahead at another note, and sometimes when I'm trying to think about what I want to say next, I kind of zone out on what other people are talking about, not realizing that then I'm going to be obligated to respond 
So, I'm sorry all you got was a yeah. I really am. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I remember... I don't remember all the stuff that I had for subpoints of why I made this statement. I have the Mandarin as a complex character, and we talked about why. First of all, I mean, his accent totally doesn't match his appearance, which totally doesn't match his name. I, I don't know, he's just... Yeah, he's just an enigma. A lot going on there. And he's actually, yeah. He's not at all scary or villainous. He's actually a, a dweeby scaredy cat, like... I loved that portion of it because I I did think that the videos that he makes were, while the voice sounds ridiculous, it is intimidating because he's just like, this many people have died, I'm going to kill this person. And then he's like, if you do this thing, I won't kill this person. And then they like gave him what he wanted and then he still kills, he executes the dude like on live TV or whatever. Um, I... I I, besides him sounding like Rolf the dog from the Muppets, like... Yeah, so to clarify, is the Mandarin, which is more or less just a mascot, is he the villain that you dislike, or Killian? It's Killian. I, did, I didn't like that Mandarin was not... They kind of, like, retcon it later in um, the Ten Rings, uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, um, but I, I didn't like that he didn't have... He wasn't the same person as in the comics and in the cartoons and in, like, the famous villain of Iron Man. Um, but I did love who played him. Um, man, what is that guy's name? I don't know, but... Something Kingsley, I think. Yes! It's Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kling Kingsley okay. did a great job and made me laugh. He Noah. was, like, my favorite comedic part. Noah, Ben Kingsley. Is that not the bad guy from Thunderbirds? Do you remember that movie? I remember the movie. I can't remember what the... <laughs> now I'm curious, because, like, I think I'm that's looking where... it up for you. I know he's okay. an Ender's game. <laughs> Pull it up, Jamie. Indeed. <laughs> it is Ben Kingsley? Yep. It is Hood. My goodness. Is that on any streaming services? I will let you know in a minute. However, it isn't actually <laughs> relevant information. No, but that was, like, a huge childhood gem. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a really long time. Um, Hannah and I watched Warriors of Virtue the other day. Again? No, not again. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was years ago. No, it's only been like one-ish. Maybe right. more. Okay. <laughs> so, recurring things throughout the entirety of the MCU. Everybody's trying to upgrade humans. Um, be it they suck. through technology, you know, fancy suits or serums, or exposing them to this or that. Like, we're constantly just trying to make people into something stronger than they are. Um, and that's also spawned quite a few... Like, it spawned heroes and villains. Um, quite a few villains, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the one... I'm super MCU fan, but one thing that I have issue with is about 70% of all of the villains in the MCU are all Iron Man's making. Like when either you, him or his dad. Either yeah, between him and him or his dad, it's. I mean, we're gonna have to count them at one point, but um, it's like ten. I'm sure somebody's done that for us. It's like ten of the villains in the MCU are all like directly Iron Man's fault. So yeah. So but, what you're saying is we're better off without him. No, right? never. <laughs> I'm sad he's gone and I didn't Nick's think... Nick's glad he... You don't know that's real, right, dude? <laughs> I didn't think he had to die. 
You don't know that's real. It didn't happen. New York didn't actually happen. That thing, like the invasion with the aliens and stuff, it's not real. What? Yeah, I'm just letting you know. You seem pretty attached to it. <laughs> that's what I thought. Learn your place. Let it go. Learn your place. Let it go. Let it go. Jordan, you have to stop cl- clicking the. I'm gonna stab you <laughs> with your your own knife keychain. We just have click. Shing, shing, shing. Do you have any idea Click. how long shing, I've shing, had shing. this? I know how long you've been <laughs> clicking it. <laughs> I've had this for five years. I bought this from Paul. Do you remember that guy that I used to buy tools from? I liked it better when I was less aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember. This is where I'm He's saying a very nice sense of humor like goes hand in hand. Because <laughs> like, some people would find that offensive, but... <laughs> but I'm only crying on the inside right now. Yeah, I'm not going to show you that. <laughs> oh, like the killing joke, the Batman thing. Sorry, we've strayed so far from Iron Man. You know how far? We got to Batman. <laughs> That's how far. Which is which is the Iron Man. Which is better. So, the... Oh, I'm sure Killian. that microphone is going to pick that up. Great. Ew, of all so, people, of all people, that looks so gross on the recording. I see exactly where that happened. Ew, it looks like the fish from Finding Nemo that like the that Bruce has in his teeth. No, no, I'm talking about the one with the really long, skinny teeth with the light. Oh, that's what it looked like on the sound bar thing. The angler fish. Yeah. 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 All right, continue. I can't believe you guys let me get that far off track. <laughs> all. <laughs> Shame. Shame. We'll be throwing lifelines. Jonna, come back. Jonna, come back. You can blame it all on me. Baby, come back. It went back to Transformers. But naturally. The the radio? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fair. We were just talking about that before. Can we all take a second and just talk about fact that poor uh, Happy does not get paid enough. Whatever he gets paid. There's no way he gets paid enough. He's never on the list of people to be protected or guarded in any way. He's never on the list of people that should be receiving some kind of suit to keep him safe. He's never on the, oh, get out of there, something's about to explode list. He's just (laughs) collateral damage. Like, he survives. He's got plot armor, but... He's the only person that Tony Stark's allowed... Allows not to have a suit to keep him alive. You know what? I want to say he's not doing any worse off than all the people that Tony does go all out protecting. Like he ends up in the hospital, but um. So when the uh, when the people that are injected with the uh, what was the stuff called? Was it the the stuff? Oh yeah, the 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 other super serum. It's like extremists. It's the stuff in the jar. Oh. What? I was going to say it's the stuff that's in the jar and that uh, Alice in Chains album cover. <laughs> that's so specific. I'll look it up. You can at least agree with me. Well, uh, if things go haywire and they do end up uh, going to meltdown mode, uh, the explosion afterwards, um, I'm not sure. I don't remember what they said it was comparable to in the movie. I do know that it leaves the same little, like, shadows behind as when nukes have been dropped Mm -hmm. so very very big very powerful explosion to create the little flash shadows interesting oof it looks like it's got bugs in it 
Yeah. Well, the name of the album is Jar of Flies. Well, that'll do. That'll do, Donkey. That'll do. Dude, why did so, I have a piano pult? Did somebody did launch a piano out of a catapult? What happened? <laughs> I don't remember, but uh, it's a note. Oh! I'm um, sorry. When the rocket destroys his uh, mansion, okay. the, the mansion's falling, and then the piano, like... Oh, yeah. ...is falling and about to hit him, and I think they, like, repulse... Repulsor blast the piano out of the way or something? You know, like fly- oh no! They launch the piano at the helicopter and takes the the oh, helicopter okay. out. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you remember on track the third when you had to shoot the, the cows at the towers? Anyway. <laughs> that was probably one of my most favorite games to play with you, honestly. Because it was like we were pretty equally matched. Like it wasn't like you were always wiping the floor with me, but it's not like I was ever wiping the floor with you. Like we just like always stayed like neck for neck. Or neck and neck, not neck for neck. Nobody has ever said that before. Nobody. Ever. No, Just shut anybody. up, okay? Just shut up. The thing. Just stop being so condescending all the time. The thing. It's not that hard. That's really shocking. That is the fact that it's not that hard. Shrek the Third had its own video game. Arguably, the weakest of the Shrek series got its own video game. I'm gonna puke in your mouth <laughs> if you ever say that again. <laughs> Shrek the Third. He doesn't like Iron Man three either. Shrek the I just Third. Which, by the way, <laughs> I hate threes. I hate the movies that have trilogies. Spider-Man three. You hate Spider-Man oh, three. I love. I love Spider-Man three. So I thought. No way home. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, that would have been Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home, and then now the new one is going to be Home on the Range. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Come closer. Dan Cummins. Dan Cummins. Swinging from the one corn stalk. Is that a real thing? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Dan Cummins doesn't like Spider-Man as a character. <laughs> He's basically saying he'd be useless if it was, like, rural. Yeah, if yeah, it was a rural <laughs> You can't even swing around our town. Yeah, that would be very pointless. All the buildings are all, like, only ten foot tall. You can't even swing. Dude, through. let's say that you could still swing and use it as a method of travel. Do you realize how much more lame the movie would be when you're going... <laughs> from street light to street light. <laughs> do you remember Transformers the game? Do you remember the very first mission you play in like Sam Witwicky's hometown and like you're driving around as Bumblebee? Dude, that was like the size of Harrison and like that was like a whole game map that you just like they had a ton of stuff for you to do. It was weird. Games kind of peaked back then. They're not the same now. They just don't hit the same. Uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed for PS2 is better than any game I've ever played in my entire life. It's the best video game, hands down. Not the second best, hands down. Or the third best, hands down. (laughs) The best. Dang, dude. You know, it used to be a cute thing that I did, but then you turned me into like a a dummy for saying it. It hurts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. On the on the note of the Mandarin, that's <laughs> um, my favorite orange. The Mandalorian. We talked about how his name didn't match up with like his appearance or like basically anything about him. Um, but we found out that a Mandarin is actually an advisor to the king. Um, like in the way it's being used in this case, I didn't know that that was an option. The two versions of Mandarin for me are orange and the language. So, I didn't know there was a third definition. I completely forgot about that, because I only know of it in the... Uh, Aforementioned the, 2. The oriental format of the words. 
That's probably the most racist thing that's ever come out of your mouth, honestly. <laughs> Oriental's a thing, I think. Is that? Is that no, 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 no. I'm not problem? saying. I'm not saying what you said was particularly racist. It's just it's the most racist thing you've ever said. <laughs> You're usually way too sissy-fied about that. Yeah, the other, the closest thing that I, before <laughs> that was. Oh, Chinese food, my favorite food. Why do you let me insult you and then I just like completely move past it? Why do you do that? Because that's all you can do when you're insulted. You just have to. You just have to move past it. You know. You just. Well, stop doing that because it makes conversations with it. you really boring. I really wish you were really upset about the things I said about you, Nick. I wish that it you would just con- retaliate, make me feel like crap, make me feel good. I try. It just doesn't work. That's true. I am like, there's really not much you can get me for it because I'm like basically perfect. Like, <laughs> nobody's perfect. I have to work it again and again until I get it right. I don't like Aldrich, Aldrich Killian in this movie. I don't like you. Okay, actually, we may have established that, but do you want to tell us why? But <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't like you did mention earlier that he's. Not your favorite of the villains. It's weird, because he essentially is Syndrome from The Incredibles, but I love Syndrome from The Incredibles, but I hate Aldrich Killian in this movie. Like, essentially, he, when he was younger... It's like somebody I would have been friends with in high school. But which of our <laughs> friends in high school now look, have the glow up that he had? No. <laughs> they were either solid to begin with or they stayed the same. Noah, Erica. Oh, females? Do females count? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about females counting. I was thinking I don't know how to answer your question <laughs> in the current context. Um, I'll talk to you later. Ixnay, <laughs> Ixnay. Hey, he did it! He did a cat in the hat! He did it. It was the only way out. Uh, I feel that. <laughs> he gave me in the beginning... So, you guys haven't seen the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, a... right? right? No. Okay. Well, he reminded me of Electro from that. Wasn't a fan. But he did the whole, like, hey, I really want to team up with you when he was younger in the flashback scene. Uh, and then, oh, essentially, Tony... <laughs> work alone. Tony essentially does that. He's like, fly home, buddy. I work alone. Um... Does he say that to Happy? What? Does he basically say that to Happy or no? What? In the movie. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> not like, I'm not saying he says those exact words. I'm saying like, doesn't he basically have that conversation with Happy? Like basically like, all right, well, I guess I'll take care of it. Hmm. Or no. Uh, I don't remember, but you know what? I missed the whole middle of this movie because my dog ran away, so. Oh. One Such way a sad sentence. or another. I'm gonna no, the sad part is that he came back. It's a cute dog. I don't want him to get by a car. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I want him to have a wonderful family and life, just not here. Where's Tank? With somebody else. Where's Tank? Outside, chained up. Okay. So he doesn't run away by a car. Um, uh, you know, I even had that about my dog being an escape artist. So. In the movie, uh, where we do see like a peek to Tony's anxiety and stuff that's kind of built on since it wasn't starting in the first movie, but it's kind of always just been slowly building for him. However, um, it kind of seems like things improve after, like by the end of this movie in the anxiety department. I don't remember that being an issue in the next movies, right? Like he kind of beats it here because he ends up like 
I think they were trying to show that it's good for him to finally not have all the suits. And, I mean, that's how he ends up fighting his way. Like That's how he ends up winning. So much in the movie, he doesn't even have access to a suit. And it's just his wits that get him in and out. So That is one of the redeeming factors for this movie. That, But I love that whole aspect of him tinkering because you don't see a whole lot of him tinkering after the first two movies like in the future it's just like oh yeah this is something new that he has this is something new that he's made and it's already done but this one he's like taking household things in or junk and he turns them into like gadgets and stuff Mm -hmm. like him taking out the guys at the mansion when he's going to um when he's trying to take out aldrich killian like, As opposed to the other Killian. Yeah. Inflections everything. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Uh, just like his taser glove and his uh, ornament grenades. It's very James Bond-y. Yes. Bondish. <laughs> James, on James a budget. <laughs> Bond on a budget. James Bosnian. <laughs> also, same... So, two things, real quick, with the whole fly home buddy I work alone syndrome thing. He does, like, have a plan to make everyone super. And when everyone's super, no one will be. And then, two, what? You just ate. Yeah, okay, you're right. Are you actually hungry? (laughs) You're going to leave this in. No. Yeah, you're going to make me look like I'm a fat pig to everybody on the podcast. No, I watched you eat four pieces of cake. After dinner and an energy drink. I'm just so hungry. I assu- I can only assume at least two bowls of noodles. I had three. I'm not saying I'm not three. saying you're a terrible person because I ate a crud load just now, but the fact is I ate a crud load and then I'm Come on, you know you're starving. <laughs> yeah, I gotta so I gotta have at least three, three more bowls. Who am I kidding? It was delicious chicken alfredo. Stop. Go get stop. it. So when, uh, in the scene that we're talking about with, you know, him fighting his way through, uh, do you remember, like, I want to say it was when he first got free from when they had him, like, tied up, or maybe it was just before that scene. Do you remember, uh, when the guy's like, honestly, I hate working here. They're so weird and just, like, oh, like, had his hands up. That's, I don't remember. That's after he gets. After he gets captured? Or before? After he gets captured, after he gets his suit back, part of the suit. Right. Because the suit, I'll I'll save that for in a minute. The reference having to do with the suit coming back. Um, but it was afterwards because he's pointing the the glove at him. He's like, you know, these guys are really weird. I'm out of here. Like, that was great. There's a lot of good comedy in this movie. And honestly, while this is my least favorite Iron Man movie, that that scene is one of my favorite scenes in the MCU. The whole fighting his way with half or no Iron right. Man suit. It shows that he doesn't need the suit. Exactly. That, that's what I had in my notes is, like, Tony's greatest weapon was never the suit. It was how he came up with the suit. He's- One thing that I love about the evolution of Iron Man in these movies, he has the greatest story arc of all the characters in the MCU. He's, like, selling weapons and stuff. He has a total heart change. And that, literally, I didn't even think of that till after I said it. Um, but he starts at He's got the cave suit in the first movie. 
Then he's got a little bit better suit that's like workable. Then he does the suitcase suit, which was sick in Iron Man 2. Did you feel redundant saying that? The suitcase suit? Well, yeah, because if I would have just said case suit, then it wouldn't have made as much sense because it's technically... I should have said briefcase suit. Briefcase suit was the better the better way, but there's less symmetry. Suitcase suit is a symmetrical statement, and it's lovely. Um, he makes an element in the second movie. Then he does microchips. Wait, is it in this movie he does microchips? I know he does uh, nanobots in, like, Infinity War and beyond. Uh, I mean, there's not much beyond Infinity War, but... Him, when he's tied up, once again, reference to... So, instead of the cool energy syndrome, you know, being in Syndrome's basement, he's in, like, a cruddy room tied up to a, a bed frame? Why'd you say, like, Why did you get, like, Rambo vibes from that? Was that a thing on one of the Rambo movies? Rambo 2? I don't know. They strap him to a bed frame and electrocute him or something? Yeah, that was, like, shortly before that. Or no, I'm sorry, it's after that. They ended up putting him on the radio, and then that's when he, like, grabs it and goes... Like, all of his knuckles crack around, and he goes, Murdoch, coming for you. And then he bashes the one guy in the face and then dives out the window. That was so much more than the yes or no that I needed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate my life. That's probably how everybody views me in real life. I probably go business to business every single day with my service that I do through consumer's energy. And... <laughs> They're never going to endorse us, guys. Fast food places hate him. They're just like, would you like small, medium, or large? And he's like, okay, so. <laughs> Here's the thing. I used to get the large all the time. But I ended up finding out, really, I pretty much only need a medium. And if I do a medium with no ice, it's oh, pretty it much the same, same as having a large. Oh, it tells the same price? Oh, well. Okay. Well, speaking of prices, I got a really good deal this one time. <laughs> that was a silence. weird time for a pause, Nick. You needed to say something or anything else after that. I got a really good deal once. Sinister silence. (laughs) Anywhere I would have followed you. I, I hated Iron Man being cocky and ignorant to be like, yeah, I know Pepper's over all the time and practically lives with me in my mansion. But I'm gonna say, hey, terrorist, I dare you, I triple dog dare you to blow up my house. Yeah, I'm not gonna add any protection to it. And also, I'm gonna tell Pepper, no, you're safer here with me. If she was literally anywhere else in the world, she would have been safe. But he's like, no, you're staying in this house that's gonna blow up. Jarvis had like one of my favorite lines in the whole movie because of exactly what you're talking about. It's like, well, there's only so much I can do when you give the world press your address. Yeah, very fair. Come on, Jarvis, you should be shutting this down. It's just us versus the whole world. We got this. No force field. No, nothing. Yeah, this is Mr. I want to put a force field around the world or a shield around the world, but not around the base with his his, uh, lady friend. That's... Pepper, this is the first time we see Pepper in the I've suit. Seen Pepper tons of times. Yeah. <laughs> How did you even know she, who she like, was? Like, every time I've seen Salt. <laughs> Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper. Dang, bro, that got really deep. 
I too am not sure if I've ever seen just pepper. <laughs> <laughs> At a diner, they're always together. Like the salt and pepper diner. <laughs> I disgusted your wife yesterday because I said I've never used salt. Just yesterday? I'm sure several times before and after. That's always a great sentence to start. I disgusted your wife yesterday. <laughs> oh, do tell! <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> a conversation I always love to hear. Men always love when a guy come up to them, uh, comes up to them and goes, I disgusted your wife yesterday. <laughs> no, she was really grossed out. Dude, she was like, <laughs> put that away. <laughs> put what away, Jonah? That chicken Alfredo. <laughs> we see her in the suit for the first time, pretty much as rescue, rescuing him. Which is another thing that I didn't realize gets called back in Endgame when she gets her own suit and then goes to Tony's side as he's dying. But he, she saves him in, well, loose terms because he has the cool microchips in this movie, which is what we were talking about earlier of, uh, like, his suits get upgraded every single movie. Like, mm -hmm. the, the briefcase suit. This one was microchips, which I thought was so cool that he's got him like, in, in his arm and he's, like, trying to shoot them places like he's got these different like uh what was that what did naruto call them i do not know because they're not the... jitsus what are those called like uh chakras no 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 i don't know man the, the hand thing what, what part of didn't read naruto like you continued to press me on it after i said i don't know and then i gave a guess and felt dumb so no i mean i didn't watch a whole lot of them. Well, that's not it. That was stupid. It's exactly what I just watched happen. The relationship with the kid in the movie. Can we talk about that? Just tossing it out there. Pause. Let me take a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> but first... Let me get a Slurpee. <laughs> I think 7-Eleven was doing their national Slurpee day soon. Oh, like maybe July 11th? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, there's no way to keep track. Is it supposed to be July 11th? I don't know, but that would be 7-Eleven. Oh. <laughs> Never forget! <laughs> <laughs> Never forget <laughs> that little I slurpee. I didn't know why you said that, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> that wasn't my first immediate thought. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that was wonderful. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wouldn't have been as funny if you got it right off the get go. I'm so sorry. Why does my heart do it? <laughs> no, Polar Express. I have a Polar Express. Remember the when they see the wall with all the recordings of like the naughty kids and stuff, and there's one one kid on loop going, "I didn't do it. I didn't <laughs> do it. I didn't do it." I uh, give the kid a break. It's Christmas. <laughs> Hey, uh, we talked about how we were going to, like, try to include a soundtrack section each time we're reviewing a movie. However, I can't really, I don't think we have too much for this one because I don't remember anything from the soundtrack or whether it was memorable or not. You don't remember whether it was memorable? Did they play that in all the movies or no? No. They should have. Why? Because I am Iron Man. And then they could have also played Iron Gland by Alice in Chains. Where the I the am Iron Gland. Now the song is literally how it opens up. I am Iron Gland. 
No, I pinky promise you. And the reason why I know that that's how it begins is because I was playing my music on my Bluetooth speaker when I used to work at a gas station late at night on the night shift. And then all of a sudden that just goes, that just, that song started playing. It goes, I am Iron Glam. That's all you can hear throughout the whole story. And I'm sure everybody was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> what the heck? Just immediately paused it, like, okay, time to turn on Whiskey Lullaby by Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss. <laughs> Alison Krauss and Alison Chains, back Alice. to back. The greatest tenets of Alison Krauss and Alison Chains. <laughs> what else you got, Nick? How much, I'm afraid. No so I already... Much s- mother Kenobi. Oh! The Iron Giant scene I saved... For when you came back from getting your food. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the when he's like dragging him through the town, or no? Oh. I so <laughs> when what, all the pieces start. Yeah, when when Tony Stark's tied up and he's like trying to get the the pieces to come to him, and he's like, "You're gonna be in a pile of blood in three, two, one, come on! I, you're you're so dead. You don't even know that you're dead, but you're gonna be on the floor." Soon, bleeding to death in three, two, one. <clears throat> like he's just waiting, and it reminded me. I, there was some reason they were stuck. They were they were stuck. Oh, they were stuck in the kids' barn, and it was just like Iron Giant, where all the toys or all the toys, all the pieces of Iron Giant are trapped uh, in the door, and then the the homing beacon, like all the pieces try to come together. What is? I don't know how else to explain it. Do you guys remember Iron Giant? Yes, yeah. of course we remember Iron Giant. We yeah, so he gets about. destroyed. Yeah. And then all the pieces have like this homing beacon in, in boop, his head. Boop, boop, boop sound. Exactly. Yeah. And then the they, little bolt. Yes, the bolt is trying to get through the door, but it or the window. Yeah. But it can't. And it was like that same Iron Man, Iron Giant. I don't know. It it makes more sense if you just watched Iron Man three. Makes so, sense if you don't think about it. Exactly. But that was one of my favorite scenes. Just like him doing jazz hands while he's zip tied to a, a bed, you know, how we how we all have been before. Uh actually yes. <laughs> no. I was kidnapped no, twice. Never tied up. <laughs> I okay. I loved his re- his relationship between <laughs> him and the kid where the kid's, like, causing him to have panic attacks by being like, hey, you didn't have a panic attack that time, or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> He just, like, has to, like, sit, lean up against a car and hyperventilate for a couple minutes. Like, he was so vulnerable in this movie, which I think was done on purpose. Like, he's mentally vulnerable. He's got no physical armor on, so there's, like, deep metaphors there. And just, like, several times in this movie... Him freaking out was was uh, pretty cool. And then uh, one of the lines was, um, I panicked, but then I handled it. Oh, So I love that. I loved Trevor Slattery just being a... They, I don't think they ever say heroin junkie. Probably not. No, unless he says something about that in, a, in like, uh, Shang-Chi or something. Uh, I was getting medications or like whatever things he alludes to huh. I think Trevor Slattery is the one that says I panicked but then I handled it because he's yes. like he he's like did you tell him anything and he's like um nope n- no no yeah you were correct it was him I, I, I panicked 
But then I handled it. <laughs> I think you did a great job. Fifteen. Stupid. We are now at that magical <clears throat> point in the podcast where we will now be rating the movie. Or no? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> do I have a ten? I'm sure you do. Which one's my ten? Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. 3. Spider-Man 3? Okay. And then Thor Love and Thunder was 9.9. Because you had to move Spider-Man 3 above it. This definitely deserves a 9.5 from me. Oh, the clean slate protocol, which is him blowing up all the suits, suits completely pointless. Because he just rebuilds all of them. So it's like, it's, it's kind of like we've, can change. <laughs> we, we've, all done, we've all done that to $240 billion worth of suits. That should make her more angry, almost. Like, you could have sold him or donated to... Ch- I don't you know, could have done something. him and still been doing better than I'm doing. Instead, now he has to pay to clean up all the wreckage and stuff, too. <laughs> it's very specific. We're mad at BP for what they're doing to the ocean. <laughs> oh, I meant it. He just drops a suit every... <laughs> hey, what was powering that suit? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Over an oil rig, mind you. Like, let's toss that there. But, uh... Yeah, we're blowing things up on an oil rig, by the way. That's, like... That's one of the main plans of our heroes and villains in this movie. Fire! <laughs> I, I loved... I, 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 the, the final battle scene is pretty cool. Seeing all of the empty Iron Man outfits... Or suits... Outfits? Let's try on this outfit. Uh, all the empty Iron Man suits, like, fighting those exploding guys. Anyway, Noah... What would yes. you rate, rate, rate this movie? Oh, that's why I was making that sound. I'm still the same. Oh, good. I thought it was because I was taking too no. long. 9.2. Oof. <laughs> Nick's going to seem like a terrible person. <laughs> it's fine. You can always look at my wife's ratings. Oh, boy. Okay, let's see here. So, would I put it... So, Werewolf by Night, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Oh, okay. So, 7.3. You got 7.3. Okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Should I have lowered it? I could have gone lower, maybe. Okay. I know you guys were up in the nines, but... It's fine. There's one in every crowd. (laughs) Um... No, honestly, even though I have it ranked very highly, well, no, I, I'm, I was quite happy with that one, honestly. It just, I could watch it again right now, and I'd enjoy it through the whole thing. I mean, granted, I missed part of it last time, but I just, it's a solid movie. Yeah, take out some points off the soundtrack. Take out Killian for me, and it's, a gr- it's a great Iron Man movie. Put it back in after Nick asked to take it out. It's the best movie ever. <laughs> No, Nick just wants Nick just wants Tony to find out that the villain is really an actor, and that's it. There's no real villain. <laughs> well, no. If it would have been like the real man, the movie ends. No, no, no. All of the execution's all fake. They, Everything's fake. They retcon the it because. There's a real Mandarin later. So if it wound up being like the real Mandarin from Shang-Chi, being like, oh no, this is the fake Mandarin, you know, at, to throw him off the scent, and then at the end they're like, wait a minute, then who's the real Mandarin? That would have been great. But seeing Guy Pierce go, I'm mad at you because you didn't, you, you, you 
ding-dong ditched me and didn't go on that date with me like you said you were going to, to Tony Stark. You didn't come to my birthday party, so I'm going to be mad at you. And then him going, I'm the Mandarin. I created the Mandarin. What was your... What was your motivation to do all of this? You know? And he, he, breathed, he breathed fire like a dragon. I just... Ugh. It was terrible. It was terrible. Sorry. You too. I know. Terrible, terrible turtle trouble. Anywho, turtle. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? This has been yet another episode of A Marvelous Podcast. Make sure <laughs> to speed up this outro. <laughs> Oh, I was trying to do the Mandarin because he has such a ridiculous voice. We just make sure to press <laughs> that subscribe button. <laughs> America, those nasty people. It definitely it is on the like side of the flying. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Goodbye. 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 We call the Monkey Jack. <laughs>